0: Spotlight, hear directly from your favorite artist in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world.
1: The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio. Right here on the spotlight is KL. Thank you for joining me today, and how are you doing, sir? I'm
0: good, man. I'm happy to be here, man. It's a long time in the making, so I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we finally got to put this together,
1: man. It is. It is. We pull that live into action. Just in case you're tuning in and joining us right here, the phone number to join us today is 587-201-9664. thats is 587-201-9664. And you can actually use our radio app to send your requests. Let's touch base on your background a little bit.
0: Yeah, so um, I was born in Zimbabwe, Africa, right? Um, And then, you know, due to, you know, the stress and and the the situations in Africa, we decided to move to Canada, you know, just for a better life for all of us, a better future for our kids. And, um, you know, came to Canada um, and immediately just fell in love with hip hop. Um, You know, I had no, I don't remember a specific time or day that it happened, but I just know that it was always there in my life. And uh, I was always just happy to be part of the culture, you know what I'm saying? So, like, as long as I can remember, I've been performing. I've been doing my thing on stage. My first performance, I think I was, like, seven years old, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, you know, started writing, started uh, getting the lyricism involved, then started getting beats from people, you know what I mean? Started creating music, built our own little studio.
1: The Spotlight, hear directly
0: from your favorite artist in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio. The Spotlight, we We talk talk reality.
1: reality. Because a lot of artists from Calgary happens to be, you know, migrating. And when I talk mass migration, it's like they came out, they think they are hot, they make hot tracks, and they're out to New York, to Toronto and that. You are still in Calgary, though. What kept you to stay in Calgary?
0: Well, one thing I know is that you definitely need to You still need to have connections and links To places like Toronto, or New York, or LA um, You definitely have to have the links out there um, To make sure you have those connections still in place yeah. But, um, you know, this is this is always going to be home base And um, it's really where I got so much going on It's hard to walk away from that When this is what makes my money And this is what feeds the people around me So, um, yeah, I'm going to stay in, in home base Unless something, something major comes along
1: you have an amazing song, though. The first time I heard your song was uh, was uh The Raindrop. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be playing that later. But that was iconic. And not just iconic, though. You've actually stepped on stages. You've been to so many places here in Calgary. And you've done a lot for this community as our city, Calgary, to have you. I want to talk about your community impact and actually... You know the black community and how is that going so far especially why is it is it so important for other minority groups as well
0: uh well i think it's important uh because as minorities you know we're always going to be marginalized yeah we're always going to be put to the right you know what i'm saying instead yeah. of just being involved and integrated with everyone that's just how it's been and how it how it looks on the landscape um, but in terms of like you know, representing the black community, that's always been a part of me. I come from a family of activists. My parents were activists, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was kind of yeah. in my blood to do that. Uh, it was also my experiences uh, with the police. We never really had too many good experiences with the police up here, right? You know, yeah. We grew up uh, around people and around family and around a culture. That always told us that the police were against us. Yes. And so we always felt that way growing up. We didn't think that they were there to help us or there to assist us if there was something wrong with us. Yeah. There's been situations where we called the police and we were the victims. We were the ones hurt. We were the ones harmed. We were the ones, and the police show up and they start investigating yeah. us. They start asking us, where were we? What were we doing? And like, yo, do you have ID? And things yeah. like that. And we saying, like, yo, we, we called you guys to come help us. Like, wow, we right. getting, and you know, police brutality, we got beat up by the police couple times you know what I'm saying yeah. like so it's 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 always been important to me uh, to speak out against that to make sure the next generation don't have to go through it yeah and then um when uh, George Floyd and uh, Breonna Taylor the, those situations happened in yeah. the states it was also during COVID yeah. at the time right yeah so we kind of caught those moments we, we captured lightning in a bottle during those moments and we said we have to do this now while everybody's paying attention, you know what I'm saying? So that's when we decided to do the protests of um, 2020 and 2021, and they were massive. The biggest protests in the history of Alberta, they told us that. Uh, The the people at City Hall told us that. There's never been bigger protests than that, right? So we knew that we had the public's ear and the public's attention and the attention of uh, the city council members, the attention of the media, and the attention of the police themselves. So we knew we had to use those moments to get our point across, right? And I think we did a good job because... Every, the whole city knew about it. We shook yes. the whole city, right? So yeah. I, I'm thankful that it, it, it went down the way it did.
1: Your presence during that protest actually makes you more like an activist. And people start looking at you like something political and musical at the same time. How much of your music do you think is you're going to use to impact our black community?
0: I think that it's always important, especially if you do hip-hop. Yeah. Especially if you do hip-hop. There's always going to be that uh, side of it where well, you have to say what's going on in your own life and you have to say what's going on within the community right That's for right. a long time um hip-hop was the only microphone the only megaphone to see what was going on in black neighborhoods yeah. you understand so a lot of white people had never heard or seen those stories until they heard a rap song yeah. until they heard uh, nwa or until they heard tupac or something like that yeah. they didn't really know about those situations taking place and the struggles of the black community until they heard rap music. Yeah. Now there's so many avenues to get it out. There's the internet, there's the media, there's the news, there's hip hop, there's music. But at, at one point in time, hip hop was the only way to get those messages out. Yeah. You understand? So I think that'll always be a part of the music. And I feel that it will always be a part of my music to, to at least say what's going on within our
1: community. The spotlight. The greatest out there, you know, yeah. You have people that want to criticize you. And let's talk about them for a second here. Some some of them might be looking at you and saying, you are from Africa mm-hmm. and you've made a lot of Western music mm-hmm. that is just relating to the West. Mm-hmm. Is that true?
0: Um, well, you know, we speak about our environment and where, <laughs> where we come from and what we see and what we experience, right? Yeah. So I came here when I was five years old. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. a lot of what I'm saying is only going to be what I've seen up here and what I've related to up here you understand um so in terms of that like art reflects life and it always has right so yeah. that's where my life <laughs> took place was up here so yeah. that's that's what the music is gonna sound like
1: why aren't you making afro hip-hop music
0: well you see that's the thing i think like if you look at my my entire catalog of music yeah. i've really tried to do everything like i got like rock songs yeah. And EDM songs, yeah. and uh, rap songs, R&B songs, pop songs. You know, in order to get on the radio, it has to have some pop elements, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we we always had those elements. Now you know we got three, four, five, six different Afrobeat songs in the works right now. You know, yeah. some like after you leave the studio, some of them work, some of them don't. Yeah. Um, like if you create ten songs, like you'll only end up using like three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seven of them will just be like, okay, they're not good enough, right? Yes. Even though at the time you're making it, it feels like it's gonna be. But yeah, like right now in this moment, like we got four or five songs in the works that are Afro beats, Afro culture, African sounding, everything, right? Even African artists on the choruses, right from back home. So yeah, just stay tuned, it's coming.
1: So do you think a lot of people might think that you are jumping right in the wagon just because you see Afro hip hop? Because you make a lot of impressive music, Mm -hmm. you know? Are you jumping in the wagon just because you see a lot of Afro music, Afro artists trending right now? Is that the reason why?
0: No, like I said, like if you look at my my catalog, you know, I've really tried to incorporate everything, you know, at some point, right? So this is just the time I felt was correct for me, you know, like everyone kind of creates their own path and their own sound. And my sound and my path was created and that's what I was just making because that's what people were vibing with. But at some point, you know, you want to branch off and do every type of different genre. I think that's what separated Michael Jackson a lot because he incorporated all sounds of music in his like, there's R&B sounds in his music, there's pop sounds, there's rock sounds, there's hip hop sounds, there's everything. And then that's how you get everybody. You know what I'm saying? When everybody's going to listen to you, if you have every sound, right? So I think that eventually it's always gonna happen. Like you know, there could be another genre of music yeah. that comes out ten years from now, and then I would want to incorporate that in my music as well. And like I don't think that would be jumping on the bandwagon. I think it would just be. <laughs> I think it would just be me trying to incorporate the new sounds into into my music. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's right, and that is one thing with the with the versatility of today's music. Don't, don't touch that dial. You're locked
0: in the 85.5 Masterclass Radio.
1: Tell me something unique. You know what set your music apart from others uh what sets
0: me apart yeah oh man how much time you got because <laughs> um, i i think there's a lot of things that set me apart in terms of uh my mindset yeah. uh my the, my approach to the creative process you know what i'm saying i take the creative process like very very seriously like before we go to the studio like i've already gone over that song like a hundred times so that by the time i go to record it, it is there it's there mentally it's it's there physically it's there uh, spiritually so when i when i release that into the mic that day yeah. is all of me going into that music you know what i'm saying i don't just write the track and then go to the studio and then record it that day or whatever sometimes it happens like that yes. but most of the time i make sure i practice it all out Two, i was i come from a, a line of activists yeah. you know what i'm saying so so when when i say this separates me as well is there's not like there wasn't really a protest culture in in calgary until after the black lives matter protest yeah and then people were protesting every two weeks you know what i'm saying like there wasn't really a culture <laughs> yeah, until every weekend, a that, yeah, yeah yeah until that happened you know what i'm saying and i incorporate that within into the music and another thing is i, I noticed a lot of artists don't do is um everybody tries to write about their life and their experiences but i really try to stop and observe the inner details of what's going on. Like even right now sitting here on a podcast and everything, I'm trying to figure out ways to put that into lyrics, to put that into rhyme. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like even just driving down the street, looking at the lights downtown, you know, I'm trying to find a way to incorporate that into the music. So I'm paying attention to the inner details of moments that don't seem significant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like not necessarily the big parts of your life, but the small parts of your life too. You really try to look into those details and translate that through the music. And I think that's a major separation from a lot of the people that's that's creating music today.
1: <laughs> so spotlight here directly from your favorite artist. <laughs> Kl, you've been in the scene for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Please tell a lot of us that is getting to know you for the first time more about yourself and your music, how you started, and what really inspired your music, and what is it that you want people to know about you.
0: Well, what I want people to know about me is that. um, Nobody could tell me about overnight success, you know what I'm saying? I've I've been working, I've been doing my thing for so long, you know what I'm saying? So every blessing that I got coming to me, I feel I earned, you know what I'm saying? Um, And I want people to know that the most about me, for those who have never heard of me or those who have never seen my music. At two, like do 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 your research. You know what I'm saying. Like if you look up YYC artists, it's it's impossible to talk about YYC hip hop without bringing up KL. (laughs) So you know, like if you do your research and you really see what's going on, you know you'll see Juno nominated artists. You'll see multi multi uh, YYC uh, music music awards uh, winner. You know you'll see um, uh, Black Lives Matter. You'll see um, uh, Obsidian Award winner you'll see nominees for black achievement awards you'll see nom- nominations for the city awards everything so if you really really look you can you can see that this wasn't overnight this wasn't brand new you know what i'm saying this took a lot of work and, and everything and um i think it's reflected now in in that people are starting to see that that time I took to, to hone this craft Is now being reflected you know And if you really look at anybody I, Like I heard a phrase once a long time ago Even the overnight success takes 10 years So even when you hear <laughs> Even when you hear about someone just brand new Coming up from yeah. Atlanta or something And they brand new to us yeah. They've been in Atlanta doing their thing for a long time Like they didn't just pop off that night You know what I'm saying So that's just part of the game Part of the struggle Part of the being an artist You know what I'm saying And that's just It's gonna happen that
1: way Wow there's a lot of things happening around you right here. So. That's just the way that
2: they do they they do, they do. What can we do, though? They try to throw dirt on my name. Uh-uh.
0: I actually started as an MC just at, at nightclubs and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, people got to remember, like, you know, when we first started, we, we was doing events, and there was like. Seven people showing up. Yeah. Eight people showing up. Fifteen people showing up. No, that's and how you started.
1: Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: And we're talking months and months and months of that. You know what I'm saying? like yeah. so, And then after a oh, bit, it's like, yo, we had 50 people at our show last night. You know what I mean? And yeah. then it was like 100 people. Then it was like 200 people. Then you know, now at this point, I could like, I could yell out the window and say, yo, I'm throwing a party tonight, and there'll be 200 people there. Like you know, that's just because right. I said it. But it took that first year of yeah. just nobody coming, nobody knowing us, nobody knowing what was going on. Yeah. Um, to, to really build right yep. and then eventually you start getting that credibility with, yes. with the public and then they just know after a while they just know and usually within those first two years that's what makes or breaks artists yeah. because they start feeling like they failing and yeah. they're like you know what maybe I just don't want to do this right See, we never did that we were just like no we're going to keep doing it everybody had to start somewhere like Jay-Z did not start in the stadiums Beyonce didn't start in the stadiums they all had to put their work in to get to that point so yeah that's that's kind of what it is for me
1: Wow, okay, help, thank you. Don't sweat me right here. So, we are going straight to the freestyle section, and I'm going to switch this around. Where are you? Is that me right there? I think that's me. That's me. Okay, let's see. Just in case you're joining us right here, we're going to be doing a freestyle, and this freestyle might take you just to let you know if you got little ones in the room. (laughs) (laughs) it's a freestyle so everything we're about to say is not premeditated it is not edited it is uncut and you know how it goes right here and Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about KL in the studio let's listen to the sound for a second
0: The mic is on though? Okay. Yeah. Alright. Boom. That's nice. I hope y'all don't mind man, I'ma just go in my
1: my own zone right quick. Look. Rosie. Look. Get the bag.
2: I don't know what I'ma do, but bet I'll be doing the most. Just look at my resume, then you will realize I have got reason to boast. These niggas be coming around. I break them off some of the toast But most of the time, whenever I stop I notice these niggas go ghost They call me the king of my city I told them I have to agree They notice the changes in life And it's only a week after rapping with me So this is my moment of choice This is my time to rejoice My exes are mad at themselves Because of the fact that they hearing my voice Be anything that you want You looking at right where the proof is I don't need to lie, the people ain't stupid They know me, they know what the truth is Homie, you moving too fast Nigga, you need to relax, relax And don't even front You know that I'm honest You know I be spitting the facts, facts. I don't know where I'ma go Or even what I'ma do next The hoes coming dozens And I don't know if it's because of the checks or the sex what? Homie keep running his mouth Whoa. You need to get on my level I made it this far I still got my soul I ain't even met with the devil What? Nigga, you don't even know me no. You got no right to assume I don't even have the time to address it I'm catching a flight and it's leaving at noon what? This is the way that it works Whoa. You need to move up the ladder Step up your girls, they need to be batter All of their asses, they need to be fatter <laughs> I'm loving who I you become They're saying we found us a leader My shit is too hot, they giving me props They telling me turn down the heater The cloud is becoming too heavy They're saying we tipping the meter She talking about how much she missed me I don't even know her, I ain't even meet her Listen to every word. You'll be believing the hype. You speak on my name and all of my niggas. We come and believe it's a fight. Fuck it, we leaving night. Get rid of all of your doubt. My phone will be ringing. It's not about money, your women. You calling them out. Ra. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ra. KL right there. KL right there. Right That was on Masterclass <laughs> Radio. <laughs> we do this, dog. We do this for real that was flames i cannot wait to listen to that again right here so just in case you're tuned in right here you heard from kl right there are we expecting an album in 2023
0: you're gonna expect a lot of music. Uh, you know, we we've been making singles and we toss the singles to the labels, yeah. and then if the labels are, are feeling it, then we go ahead and create the whole album, right? Yeah. Um. But there will definitely be a lot of music coming in 2023, and just not 100% sure on the album.
1: So 2023 is tentatively that no music album coming from you right now.
0: N- maybe not an album, but definitely yeah. a lot of music. Like we're looking at every two months, we're gonna put out a new track. A
1: new track. So
0: yeah. there, there'll be at least at least six, seven, eight songs coming out this year. You know.
1: Wow. Tell me about your label
0: uh label yeah oh yeah so that's district five entertainment uh it was basically just our neighborhoods um where we come from that's where the name came from yes. and you know we've been been doing it you know uh it's also a promotion company so we do the concerts and the shows and everything underneath that banner and you know we're always looking for new artists always looking for new artists man so always just send us your music yeah. uh hit us on on the net uh let us know what's going on what's good with you and um you know if it works with with our sound we'd be happy happy to bring you guys on board
1: i'm right here is the in of district five yes what is one of the things you are grateful for when it comes to your music career? Um
0: what what I'm grateful for, you know, like I think a Juno nomination was really big for us. No one in hip hop in Calgary had ever done that yet. Yes. Um also just the the artists we get to meet. Like I got to tour and, and go on uh, and perform with Rihanna, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. and 50 Cent. Like I got 50 Cent's number in my phone. Wow. I got I got Nelly's number in my phone. I got Ice Cube's number in my phone, you know what I'm saying? The people I got to meet is just so in- inspiring, you know. I got I got so much stardust on me just from meeting people that shine so bright. Yeah. You know, eventually you just get so much stardust on you that you just become your own star. You know, you can shine shine by yourself. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just thankful for a lot of the people that we get to meet and get to yeah. come across. You know, it's really inspiring. Like when, when you get off that stage and you see Rihanna perform yeah. and you go home, you got inspiration for the next year, yeah. you know? And then by that time you did another show with somebody else and then you got inspiration again. So it's never ending. And I'm thankful to be able to say that we were fortunate enough to get on, on shows with people like that, you know, like yeah. actual mega superstars, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I'm thankful for that.